0: The Drug Enforcement Administration seeks to limit what kinds of drugs can be prescribed during telehealth visits after the PHE ends. An ACA provision that effectively bans expanding or establishing new physician-owned hospitals is getting more attention from regulators and lawmakers. And there's a new combination at-home testing option for both COVID-19 and the flu. It's Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. The U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration announced a proposed rule last Friday that would make many telehealth flexibilities established during the COVID-19 pandemic permanent following the end of the federal public health emergency, with certain safeguards added. The proposed rule would allow providers to prescribe up to a 30-day supply of Schedule 3 through 5 non-narcotic-controlled medications like Ativan and Xanax, as well as buprenorphine for opioid use disorder through an initial telehealth visit, but an in-person consultation for additional medication would be required. Physicians will not be permitted to prescribe Schedule II drugs without an in person visit, unless it's through a referral from a physician who did conduct an in person assessment. Drugs in this class include narcotics like fentanyl or oxycodone, as well as stimulants like Adderall. The agency said the proposed rule will not impact telehealth visits that do not involve the prescription of a controlled substance or telehealth consultations by a medical practitioner that has previously conducted an person examination. Throughout the pandemic, many people were able to get prescriptions for controlled substances through telehealth-only visits. However, some startups have run into legal issues over allegations that they overprescribed these medications. For example, the Justice Department investigated mental telehealth company Cerebral last May over its prescription practices for drugs such as Adderall and Xanax. This new DEA-proposed rule will keep current telehealth health flexibilities in place for 180 days from the end of the federal COVID-19 public health emergency, which the Biden administration has said will end on May 11th. The DEA said that prescriptions written by medical practitioners during the 180-day period will be subject to additional record-keeping requirements. The public will be able to submit comments for 30 days on the proposed rule. A provision in the Affordable Care Act that effectively prohibits the expansion of physician-owned hospitals or establishing new facilities is garnering new attention from congressional lawmakers and federal antitrust lawyers. A paper published this month made the case that a repeal of the provision would make the healthcare market more competitive and that these facilities are better positioned to respond to market demand, such as for specialized surgical hospitals. The paper was authored not only by two Positions, but also by Matthew Mandelberg of the Department of Justice's Antitrust Division and Michael Smith of the FTC. Though the paper clearly states that it's not a reflection of opinions held by the respective agencies, it could signal that the Biden administration is open to revisiting the rule. And on Wednesday, Republican senators and physicians James Lankford of Oklahoma and Bill Cassidy of Louisiana reintroduced the Patient Access to Higher Quality Healthcare Act that would repeal the ACA's ban on the creation and expansion of new physician-owned hospitals, as well as allow them to participate in Medicare and Medicaid. The bill has the support of the American Medical Association and the group Physician-Led Healthcare for America. It's unclear at the moment how that bill will fare in Congress, as Democratic lawmakers have long supported the provision. Section 6001 of the Affordable Care Act was included in the bill at the behest of nonprofit community and for-profit hospitals, who argued that providers at physician-owned hospitals would steer patients to their hospitals for financial gain. They argued that these providers would effectively cherry-pick healthier patients or seek out patients with higher-cost medical needs. The provision prevented established physician-owned hospitals from expanding, and new ones could not be established unless they decided to forego reimbursement from Medicare or Medicaid. There are currently 250 physician-owned hospitals in the country and are either established as community hospitals or specialty hospitals, such as orthopedic or cancer centers. The Food and Drug Administration on Friday issued an emergency use authorization for the first over-the-counter at-home test that can detect both COVID-19 and the flu. The test, developed by Lucera Health, uses a self-collected nasal swab similar to the OTC rapid COVID tests that have been on the market, and provides results in around 30 minutes. In individuals with symptoms, the test was able to correctly identify more than 99% of negative and 90 percent percent of positive influenza A samples and 100 percent of negative COVID-19 samples as well as 88 percent of positive COVID-19 samples. The FDA said that the test was able to identify roughly 99 percent of negative influenza B samples. However, there are not enough cases of influenza B circulating to include in a clinical study. The agency noted that there is a risk of false positive or negative results in all rapid diagnostic tests, and those who test positive should take appropriate precautions and seek follow up care from a medical provider. California Bay Area based Lucira Health was the first company to receive FDA authorization for its COVID 19 rapid test in November 2020. Lucera filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection last week, citing a decline in demand for its COVID tests and the FDA's lengthy approval process. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact...